Hi, welcome to Not So Molly Mormon podcast. I have a pretty lighthearted story for you today. It's a nice break in some of the heavier stories, although we love them all. Uh, a little quick reminder too, if you want me to read your story on the podcast, we want to hear it, we want to get it out there. The best way you can get that to us is if you send it to us through email at notsomollymormonpodcast at gmail.com because so many of you send us DMs on Instagram, which we love, but it's really hard to keep track of who we've responded to and which ones we've read and if we've read them on the podcast or not just because the organization on there is not as easy as Gmail, obviously. So if that um, if you've sent us something on Instagram and we haven't read it on the show, that might be why, because things can kind of get lost in the shuffle. So that's just a reminder out there for you guys. But let me get in to this week's letter. <clears throat> hey there, this entry may be a little more on the lighthearted side. I grew up Mormon, barf. <laughs> I have been listening to the last podcast on the left's episodes on Mormonism and have been having an absolute blast. Yeah, I listened to them too. I was so excited when they came out because I remember when I first started listening to them a few years ago and they had been covering Scientology and I was like oh I bet they have an episode where they've talked about Joseph Smith and I remember I searched and went through all their episodes because they have so many and I was bummed that they hadn't covered it yet so when they announced they were going to be doing it I was so excited and they did not disappoint. So that's a recommendation if you want to go listen to another podcast about the history of Mormonism. Just disclaimer, they use a lot of swear words, so maybe have headphones on if you have little ones. <laughs> Same with our podcast, right? <laughs> okay. My best friend moved here from New Hampshire a few years ago and has never been Mormon. Instead of just telling her about the history, I had to be all extra about it and insisted I show her instead. About a month ago, I convinced her to tour the Beehive House with me. I have toured it many times, but never as an Exmo. I thought that if we went, we could blend in with a big group and I could quietly give her my own tour while the tour guide was busy with other people. We arrive at the Beehive House and the waiting room is full. Jackpot. If there are tons of other people, surely the tour guide won't hear me whispering about what a piece of excrement old Brigham was. <laughs> we sit down and are quickly greeted by elderly missionary couples. Now, for some reason, I panicked. I don't know why. When this sweet older lady, we will call her Mary, approached us, I didn't have the heart to tell her I was ex-Mormon. I'm sure she would have still been kind but maybe it's because a lot of my extended family members treat me so different after leaving the church. Have either of you been here before? Mary asked both of us. No, my friend Beth answered truthfully. Nope, panicked, panicked me, blurted out. I saw Beth turn to me confused. Oh, where are you from? Mary asked. Um, Arizona, I lied. At this point, Beth was just staying quiet. She knows for a fact I was born and raised in Utah. Now here's the thing. I don't know anything about Arizona. I have family there, but that's about it. This comes back to bite me in the ass later. The waiting room is full, but they are all one big group visiting from England. 
They had gotten separated from a few members of their family and didn't want to tour without them. After they got done calling, they said their other members were going to be about 10 minutes. Mary said she didn't mind taking me and Beth through so we didn't have to wait. I insisted we didn't mind waiting, and in return, Mary insisted she could take us on a private tour. Okay. <laughs> this was going terribly wrong. She takes us through the doors and we sit down. Mary pulls out a picture of Joseph Smith. This is Joseph Smith. <laughs> I will save you the details, but as you know, the quote-unquote history the Mormons teach about Joseph Smith. I was mortified that instead of just telling Beth the history, I had to be all extra and want to show her, and now she was stuck here in the private lesson. After being taught the whole history of the church, we start touring the house. They brought us to a room with a mannequin in a wedding dress. Mary states, This is one of Brigham Young's bride's wedding dresses. Look how small she was. I wish I had that waist. Without even thinking about it, I ask, Is it because she was so young? <laughs> Mary quickly goes, Oh, no, no, no. There are a lot of rumors that early church members married young girls, but that simply isn't true. Brigham Young married a few women who had lost their husbands to get them across the plains. A few? A few, ma'am. No. <laughs> but I act oblivious. I am supposed to be a nevermo from Arizona. Mary goes on about how smart Brigham Young was and how brave he was. Meanwhile, I am nearly bursting with how false all this information is and how I dragged poor Beth along. In the tour, we saw how nice Brigham Young's bedroom was, and then we toured all the wives' bedrooms. Not nearly as eloquent. We... Toward his meeting room, his dining room, all the stairways have beehives carved into them. Mary chimes in, Utah is the beehive state. It symbolizes work and industry. What state is Arizona? I freeze. Oh, it's the sunshine state, I reply. No, I'm pretty sure that's Florida, Mary says. Oh, I didn't pay much attention in school. I say and quickly pull out my phone, frantically trying to Google what the hell Arizona is known for. <laughs> Aha! Arizona is the Grand Canyon State or the Copper State. I close out of Google, thinking I'm off the hook. Mary then tells us about seagulls and why they are the state bird. You know, the whole pioneer story. And then she asks, what's the state bird of Arizona? What the hell, Mary? <laughs> The awkward silence that hung in the air as I had to Google that, too, was palatable. Beth had no idea either, as she is from New Hampshire. Why didn't I just say I was from New Hampshire? <laughs> the cactus wren is the state bird, according to Google. <laughs> At the very end of the tour, she gave us these little business cards about how to contact the local missionaries if we had any more questions about the church. As we walked out, I told Beth I would buy her lunch, and during lunch, I told her all the inaccuracies during the tour. What a ride. <laughs> um, and then she goes on to say that I didn't have to read this in the minisode. She just thought it was hilarious and awkward, but I felt like I had to share that with you guys because it was funny. It made me giggle. And then... She attached some photos from the tour of, like, the rooms and the mannequin and everything like that. So I can actually pop those up onto our Instagram so you guys can see. Because um, I feel the same. Like, I would want to go to this, but I also don't. 
if that makes sense. I don't know if any of you guys would relate because it would be fascinating to me, but I also would be dying to get away from the missionaries and it would be hard for me to hold my tongue when they were saying such nice things about Brigham Young. So, <laughs> if any of you guys have any other funny or interesting stories about church history or church history tours that you've taken, you should write those into us because Sarah and I also have a few funny ones from, for example, Nauvoo and Kirtland and I even went to Palmyra where Joseph Smith claimed he found the gold plates in his backyard. <laughs> so maybe we'll, in the future, we'll do an episode on those because it's quite fascinating and funny and cringy. <laughs> but in the meantime, you guys have a great week. Talk to you soon. Bye.